Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Zayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. I am Kelly Fox and I am super excited to be here with you tonight. Tonight is Step 10 Trust as it has been all month, but tonight we're going to be talking about choice. And this is a new topic underneath Step 10, Trust, and I am excited to delve into it uh, this month and tonight. And uh, to do that, let me welcome my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing today, Terry? Oh, I am doing great. Thank you. Good to be here. Always happy to be here with Trish. And you, of course. Hey. (laughs) You just like giving away the secret, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad you were here as well. And as she spilled, we have the awesome, the amazing Trish March on tonight. Yay! I'm so glad to be here with you, ladies. I, I look forward to it all day. It's midnight here, and I am ready to go. Let's choose. Yeah. Ladies, yeah. here. Well, take uh. it away then, Trish. Tell us about trust <laughs> and how that plays into choice. Well, you know, I, I don't think I always trust. I, I didn't always trust myself, but... um you know, at some point I decided or I made that choice to start practicing trusting myself because I think it's like a muscle. Trust is a muscle that you have to understand, you have to learn, and you have to get to know. And in order to build your trust and to build your confidence in the choices that you're making, you have to practice, right? And, you know, trust and choices are like a hand, they're like hand in hand, right? Because you're making choices and you're trusting that you're making good decisions and the only way you can really tell that at least for me like I use a lot of intuition when I make choices I have some other tools in my toolbox but intuition is my biggest thing and it's all about how my how I feel in my gut or you know how my heart might feel how my body is responding when I make choices and I've learned to trust that over time so in order for me to make good choices I have I had to build that muscle of trust so that's That's how that kind of ties together for me. And I really work with my clients to help them build that muscle because, you know, one, one bad decision, one, one, one choice where you've made that doesn't pan out and you can easily lose that trust in yourself. So, you know, Mm -hmm. people or they get burned out or they make poor decisions, you know, all those, you know, I think they say like you can, uh, you can make 10 good choices and one negative choice, and it's always going to be that negative choice or that negative um, thing that happens that you're going to remember. And I really feel like it's the same with trust. Like you can trust yourself and trust yourself and trust yourself, and that, that one time you you don't make a good choice or you trusted yourself and maybe it wasn't the right thing or it didn't pan out, and then sometimes you have to build your trust again. You know, you know understand those red flags because you, you're – you know, kind of undermine yourself. So 
you know, trust to me is an ongoing, ongoing lesson, ongoing practice, and uh, ongoing paying attention and being aware so that you, you know, really, you know, get all the signs and signals to make a good choice. Yeah, I know absolutely. That was long. I, <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. Thank you for it. Um, I totally agree. I mean, trust is is my is my big thing. It's my number one um, thing that I practice. The number one thing that gets me from fear to freedom is trusting myself. And so it 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 is a daily practice, and it has been for the last I don't know seventeen years that I've been doing fearless living. And it is something that is continuing to progress. And some days I'm good at trusting myself. Some days I am not. And that's how it's going to continue to be, most likely, for the rest of my life. (laughs) Um, But uh, I think the thing that was – one of the things you said I wanted to kind of rephrase was a negative choice or a bad choice because I think that there's – a lot of times that we deem a choice, a bad choice or a negative choice, and it's not the choice that was bad. It was the outcome. Um, and the outcome you can't control. So trusting yourself to, uh, to say something, to do something, it could very well have been the thing that you needed to do. You followed your gut. You felt in your gut that you you needed to do it, and so you did it. But then the outcome was, you know, awful. Well, we can't control how other people receive, you know, what we're giving them, right? We just know that in our gut we knew we were supposed to give it. And so the outcome being bad doesn't mean that we shouldn't have trusted ourselves or that we made the wrong decision to trust ourselves. So, you know, just getting really clear on, on, on where we, where our control is, right? Our control is how we trust ourselves, we trust our gut, we listen to our intuition, and the outcome is something we have no control over. Um, so, yeah, so just keeping that in mind, um, also... If you're really good at knowing the difference between your voice of fear and your voice of freedom, you can absolutely 100% of the time trust your gut. Um, But there are a lot of times when, for me, where my gut feels the same (laughs) and I have to ask myself a lot of questions. Okay, is this feeling coming from fear or is this feeling coming from freedom? I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. Woohoo, let's go. Mm-hmm. So, um, because sometimes they can feel the same. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it's part of that muscle building. Part of that muscle building is, you know, learning the difference between, no, this is my fear, you know, keeping me actually safe, and or, yes, let's go for it. It's time to step out of our comfort zone. Yep, that's so, that's great. Yeah, so that's I part think of the building of the muscle as well. I think one of the other things that I see with choice is that sometimes my intuition will be telling me one thing, and I decide to still do it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I decide. I hear you. you know, I set the flag. 
like be coming up and I may be like, well, that's okay. I'm just going to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. I call that my, my little resistance <laughs> factor that I got going on. Just, I just want to do what yeah. I want to do. Right. Sometimes that choice yeah. that you have, that you make is, you know, is really, you know, not always based on the trust. It's just based on the want or the need. And again, that can be fear related, right? Or it can just be, yeah. you know, as I said, a little resistance factor. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely can relate with that. Terry, where are you on this? Yeah, I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm just, um, when I think about trust, I think about multiple uh, levels of trust. You know, we're kind of tr- talking about trusting ourselves and yep. making choices. I also really um, think about trusting the process. And I think that's kind of what you're talking about now is trusting the process that we've acquired through fearless living. So trusting uh, and being aware of when I'm triggered, trusting that I can break that cycle by accessing my essential nature and I can um, follow that process of fearless living by going from self-destructive thoughts actions and you know and and replace those with proactive self-affirming because I'm willing to be aware and willing to practice uh, choices that empower me rather than disempower me and that's kind of a, a litmus test for whether I'm doing it out of fear or I'm doing it out of freedom as well and then for me I I do trust my intuition um, to help me make choices I don't always follow through on the action that I feel my intuition is telling me, um, you know, that, that intuitive hit that says, do this, you know, make this choice at this time. Uh, but when I do, it always makes it, it gives me that feeling that I'm aligned with, uh, with my passion, my purpose and my values. I also think a big portion of trust for me and my, my life is to trust God and to trust that, that um, whatever happens, so we're talking about outcomes again, whatever choice I make, whatever that outcome, that that somehow is going to be for my good, that I'm going to learn from that. And I think sometimes that takes a long period of time being away from the outcome, maybe years and then looking back or, or maybe it's instantaneous, that there is something that helps propel me forward, that helped me to understand, to help me have more empathy for others, to, to help me in my journey, um, either forgiving, uh, accepting, you know, whatever whatever that, that principle um, and my values is, to have integrity, to, you know, be honest, to love, whatever it is. So I, I think I, during Terry Talks, I talked about loving and trusting yourself. You know, that that's one aspect of trust, and we make choices based on that. But then there's also trusting others, and we make choices based upon the trust that we've built in other people as well, like like a counselor, a mentor, a religious um, guide, a friend, a, a family member. You know, so we trust others as well as trusting ourselves and our, our own personal intuition. We trust the process. You know, because living fearlessly is a process, understanding fear, taking fear's hand, 
moving down the path with fear in freedom and then trusting your higher power, which for me is God. So um, I, I look at it all of those contexts. So it's, it's certainly choices are made based upon our trusting ourselves and our intuition. Choices are made on trusting others. Trust, uh, choices are made in trusting the process and trusting God. So to me, it's, it's kind of a four, four prong there. And all of it comes together. If the, if the synergy all comes together, it's, it's probably making a choice. It's more, there's more ease in making choices. The more things are connected. Um, but those four things play a part in, in the choices that we make. And they may not all play a part at the same time, but sometimes they do. And, uh, I think when there's some synergy between our trusting ourselves and others or trusting ourselves in God or trusting the process and, um, you know, our intuition, that, that those things can work together to help us make choices. And then when, when those choices play out and there's an outcome, context help us to make sense of, to be willing to move forward, to learn from, to have those experiences affect, affect our capacity to move forward and continue to live in freedom. Yeah. That was beautifully yeah. said. So Trish. Yeah. <laughs> Trish, what is say, a tool? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was going to say that I think that the more that um, my trust is in synchronicity, just like you said, Terry, between the process, the spirit or God, and myself, the less, I worry about trusting other people. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I can't trust myself. Like I, I inherently know that, you know, God or spirit is looking out for me. I, you know, I can trust in that. And I trust myself and my intuition to make these choices. And I, you know, trust the process and what my process is to come to good decisions. Right. So I, I, um, I'm more reliant or I feel less risky in interactions with other people mm-hmm. because I've created, created my space of trust and safety. And, you know, then I can move more in the world in in a good space. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I, I have confidence and I can be more courageous. I can, you know, in and with that underlying trust in itself. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally agree. So, Trish, what is a tool that you love to use with um, helping your clients practice that muscle of trust in their choices? Um, I use the stretch, risk, or die model. So, you know, constantly looking at, you know, decisions, goals, intentions, and activities that they're doing And, uh, of course, with trust, you know, the practicing of using that muscle and making those choices to continually build build trust. And then I, you know, I also use acknowledgments, too, because that just helps remind people, you know, when you go back and look at your day and look at all the things that you've done, you know, acknowledging that helps you realize, you know, every, you know, looking at the minute steps that you've taken, the each time that you've trusted yourself and really reinforcing that and acknowledging that really helps to build that muscle too. So, I mean, those are the two most basic things. I mean, there's lots of things that I like to do. Um, 
you know, with my coaches, I use a lot of reinforcement. We use a lot of imagery and, and um, you know, role-playing to, to look at things and, and situations to help them build trust and confidence in, in their choices. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, the practicing of, of trusting yourself is taking action, right? It's risking. It's stepping yep. out of your comfort zone. That's how you build your muscle. Uh, there's no easy way about it. <laughs> there's no sitting on the couch <laughs> and um, yep. and trying to do something. You got to get up. You got to you got to do. Um, but also, I love that you talk. So talking about stretch or sigh, you know, ways that we can support ourselves in taking those risks. How uh, we can set ourselves up for success to do those baby steps. Um, but then also acknowledgments. I loved that you brought that up. Acknowledgments are one of my the biggest tools that I use to support myself and trusting myself because I acknowledge myself for the times that I did. So, you know, those things that you're practicing, if you're practicing compassion for yourself, you're practicing being generous to yourself or practicing being loving to yourself, right? If these are the things that you're practicing, then acknowledge yourself for doing them. When I am trusting myself, that's part of my acknowledgement process. Hey, I trusted myself to do this, or I trusted myself not to do that, to say no. I trusted myself enough to say no. Um, there's so many different ways that we trust ourselves during the day, and to acknowledge them helps when those outcomes are not what we were wanting. It helps still keep that knowledge of, I can trust my decisions stronger than the thought of, okay, see, this happened again. I told you, you shouldn't trust yourself, right? So when we, when we keep track of all those times we have trusted ourselves and, and things went well, <laughs> it helps when things don't. I think another way to um, gauge trust in your in your decisions is to acknowledge your feelings um i know i was working with a client today and we were talking about the signs of uh, being on your wheel of fear and the signs of being in freedom so you know the difference of how do you feel when you're acting out of fear with behavior behavior and when you're acting out of freedom uh, based upon uh, trust, you know, trusting your, you know, your process, and and it just reminded me of the four the four A's. I think the four A's can can really also be a tool that you can use in almost any uh, situation. So acknowledging your feelings. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, or you're feeling frustrated or disappointed, those are feelings that kind of give you really give you the sign that you're 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 operating in the realm of fear and so acknowledging that and, and just allowing that feeling to go through you and then asking yourself well what what am I committed to as far as following through and trusting myself or the process or my spirit and then acting on that so it's that acknowledging allowing asking and acting because if you're feeling like you're in the present and you're empowered then those feelings are letting you know that you're in the you know those are signs of being in freedom so you can 
acknowledge those feelings, allow those feelings, and then act upon your commitment to to listen to your intuition and act upon it. And so I think I think the four A's can be applied to the choice the choices that you're making and verify whether your that choice is based in fear or based in freedom because of the way that you, you feel. Yeah. So I think feelings are a good indicator uh when we're making choices, whether that choice is in fear or freedom. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think being able to trust our feelings, too, is a process, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. our feelings can lie, right? Our feelings can lie. Our feelings can lead us down a path that is uh, encompassed in fear. And so really being able to trust our feelings and and know, okay, in this moment, I'm feeling this. I know that I'm missing facts. I probably am misunderstanding something in this situation, so I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to allow myself to fill it, and then I'm going to go forward with what I'm committed to. Yeah. Right? Instead of going down the spiral of feelings and thoughts and and getting all stuck in a story. So, yeah. Yeah, And that's where you can ask Um, yourself, too, is, is this true or am I making it up? You know, that's another another tool that you that can really help you in the clarity of your choices is what well, is mm-hmm. this real or am I making it up? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I encourage everyone to use that tool several times a day. <laughs> I do. <laughs> because it's just it's human nature to make things up. It's human nature. And we do it so instantly and so flawlessly that we do not always catch ourselves. So having that uh, question in our mind on a regular basis is going to support you in trusting those thoughts and those feelings and your actions um, because you know that they're based in uh, fact and you can uh, trust them. They're not mm-hmm. made up. So, yeah. Yeah. Love that. And I think that, that statement well, that question really uh-huh, gets go ahead. you present, too. Sorry. I was going to say, I think that that question really gets you present, too. And, uh-huh. you know, gives you a chance to get back in touch with your intuition or back in touch with your process so that you can really evaluate things more clearly from a present person, which is one of the things I always love about that. <laughs> you know, aside from the fact that yeah. it's like a reality check, it's also, you know, it gets you present. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. Well, ladies, we are getting down to the last few minutes of the show. And so I want to ask you the question, what is, Trish, the number one thing you would want our audience to walk away with knowing from tonight? Um, I think the biggest thing is, is that trust is a muscle. You know, the more you practice it, even on little choices or little decisions, the, uh, you know, and pay attention to how your body feels and how you feel when you're doing it and what kind of feedback or synchronicities you're seeing when you make choices so that you can build 
your confidence and in, in the trust that you have in, in yourself, in spirit, in, you know, in your, in your process. Yeah. yeah. It's worth it. Love that. It's worth it to yeah. be able to trust yourself. Yeah. Terry, how about you? Yeah, I, I think that, um, that's probably what I would say as well as, um, you know, when you think about building the muscle and developing that relationship between the process, yourself, your spirit, and others, that stretch risk or die is a great way of getting out of your comfort zone and taking those risks necessary to build that muscle. So I would just add to that, add to that as a tool to do that uh, stretch risk or die is a really good, good way to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, ladies, we're pretty much on the same page because my number one thing would be to take action. Though The way you learn how to trust yourself is by making choices, um, taking action, and uh, taking a chance that uh, that feeling that you're getting is um, your intuition or your um, you know, that voice that is calling you forth into freedom. And there was, um, when I, I went on a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and we would pray over the map of our area and, you know, ask, where are we supposed to go? And it was cool because we always would come up with at least one same area to go to. And that was me starting to trust my intuition and starting to trust that that still small voice in my head. And in that process, I learned that whether or not it was divine inspiration or if it was coming from me, and it was something that would be of service to someone else or it was a good thing to do or to say, do it anyways. Do it anyways, regardless if it's divine or if it's just coming from my, my spirit. Um, you know, do it anyway. And so I, I encourage you to do that as well. Um, and and as you practice, you'll start to learn the difference uh, between the voices that you've got going on, um, the feelings that you've got going on. You'll start to learn the difference. But just do it anyways. If it's good, do it anyways. So that is my encouragement for you. I want to thank you, Trish, for being here with us tonight. We love your dedication to Fearless Generations and how willing you are to stay up until midnight with us and share all of the great things that you have to share. Absolutely. Thanks so much. I love you, ladies. <laughs> we love you, too. We love you, right. too. Well, thank you. Thank you, Terry, for being here with me as well. I don't want to leave you out. All right. We want to remind you that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. If you would like to know more about Fearless Living, please go check it out at fearlessliving.org. If you would like to learn more about Terry and I, 
please go check us out at fearlessgenerations.org. And there is all kinds of good stuff there. We do two, two workshops every month. Um, we do a free one on the first, nope, yes, second, <laughs> the second Saturday of the month at 10.30 to 11, now I'm messing it up, I have 10 to 11.30, and uh, that's Pacific time, and then we do one the fourth Monday from 5.30 to 7 Pacific time. So make sure that you get on there and check out those workshops. And also, we have all of the past seasons, past nine seasons of the podcast there. If you want to go and listen to something again, or if you want to check out what we said about it last year, or if there's a guest coach that you loved listening to, you can go back and find them there as well. We appreciate you guys coming out. Uh, each week and listening, or if you're listening on the replay, we love that just as much. Please share us with your friends or anyone you think we can support. That is what we are here to do and what we love to do is support those that we can with the tools and strategies of fearless living. We thank you so much. And until next week, everybody, be fearless. Be fearless. Be fearless. Thank you, Trish. Good night. Thank you. Bye. Good night.